2: I'm Hannah Dunleavy and I want to talk about booze. Alcohol has played a huge role in my life and is responsible for some of its highs and a lot of its lows. I'm interested in what role it plays in other people's lives and how things like age, race, class, sex, religion, geography, profession, health conditions, family history, good old fashioned trial and error affect what they drink and why they drink it. I'm not here to preach to anyone. I'm certainly in no position to do that. I'm just looking for a better understanding of alcohol's role in Britain in 2019. This is The Drink. Please listen responsibly. Hello, Hannah here. Yes, you're right, I do sound rough, which will go some way to explaining the late arrival of this week's episode. Thank you for your patience. In said episode, I am talking to the comedian Evelyn Mock. She lives in the UK now. She grew up in Sweden. Her parents are Chinese. She had a load of interesting things to say about what she makes of British drinking culture. And that is coming up now. I'm going to keep this short because, let's face it, this voice isn't sexy, is it? But just to say that coming up, I've got another couple of cracking dates. I don't know, dates isn't the right word, is it? You know what I mean in the coming weeks. So maybe press subscribe and then you won't have to keep your eye out for them. They will just be there when you look for them. Um, Coming up, I'm going for a drink with the sports journalist Nick Miller to talk about booze and sports fandom and with the founder of Our Future, Our Choice, Femi, the man that only needs one name. He's like the share of politics. To talk about being a teetotaler and well, probably, let's face it, Brexit. Until next week. Hi, I am here in the National Theatre, like some sort of fancy person, with the comedian Evelyn Mark thank you for joining me. Hello,
1: hi thanks for having me Hannah.
2: We are having I'm having a cup of tea, you're (laughs) having a cup of coffee. A coffee. You've taken the the very very dangerous risk of allowing me to buy coffee because I don't drink coffee so (laughs) I always get there and people ask questions and I go I don't know and then afterwards people drink it and go that was horrible. I
1: don't even know what that was. You did a little like pre-warning of oh they're going to ask me what type of coffee Yeah. you have to tell me. So
2: we're not having an alcoholic drink, is that because
1: you don't drink because you drink something else later I tend to only drink when I want to get drunk which okay. thank gosh isn't very frequently I have a weird I guess I have a non-relationship with alcohol maybe that's what you could uh, deem it as i'm a very much a lightweight and also i'm i'm mm-hmm. chinese and there's like the stereotype that chinese people yeah. can't really handle alcohol and i fulfill that stereotype uh, now
2: see i've not heard that i've heard oh, really? the story that's right that the japanese people can't really handle
1: alcohol oh yeah alcohol. so it's east asian people because right. um, basically a big part of east asia uh, or east asian people they lack the enzyme to break down wheat so wheat-based alcohol, which is what's popular here in the West, yeah. is really difficult to handle. Now, so you tend that to get interesting? like, yeah, yeah.
2: That, I assumed that that actually was just a stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> people said it, and it wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't strictly true.
1: No, so it's like, what is it? It's known to be the Asian flush, or like some. There are different names for it, but when you drink it, you just get super red in the face, and you get. I get very red, and I get very hot in the face. And I get really tipsy really quickly, and that's like if I've had like one pint or half a pint even. So it's very much like an allergic reaction. I've heard.
2: Yeah, um, sounds like it. Yeah, so so
1: it's like because you don't have the enzyme to break it down. So I'm lactose intolerant too, so I imagine it's something similar because there I lack the enzyme to break down lactose. So it's ah. like so so I don't I don't uh, I don't drink, and also I think my parents don't really drink. So it, it's. I've never really been in an environment where people drink, even though I grew up in Sweden. So when I when I started like going out or when I started hanging out a bit more with Swedish people, I I, I just wouldn't drink. And then I came to the UK and people are shocked if you don't drink here.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. There's so much to break down in what you just said. <laughs> it's really interesting. So in China. There is alcohol, so there must be a national drink There is, in yeah, China, yeah. but that is not based in wheat presumably.
1: Um, I think there I mean they have beer and stuff. I think people aren't shy of drinking in China, I think, especially in mainland China. Maybe I'm generalizing here because I've never lived there, but just from in my family, they don't really drink. Then I have my friend, who's also Chinese. Her family, they drink, but not excessively. It's not like a you d- they you drink on special occasions, probably if you're that inclined. But I, there's not a big drinking culture in Chinese culture.
2: I see. I spoke to so. a friend of mine who he grew up here, but his parents are from Hong Kong, oh, and yeah. um, in fact, his mum lives back in Hong Kong now. Mm. Um, so he goes there. Or he he knows the uh, the culture there quite well. Um, I was asking him about it, and he said that in in Hong Kong, as far as you can see, people drink if it's like with something like with food. Yeah. But, um, and we were having a, we were having a conversation. And he was like, I said, "My next question was, of course, like what do people do on a Friday night?" <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Well, you know, they play sports, they like maybe go shopping, they do all sorts of things. You know, it's just not boozy." And, he's, and then he said, and "On a Saturday morning." and he started talking about like how the weekend plans out in Hong kong yeah and his girlfriend who is a friend of mine as well and i went saturday morning and we were like can it it's for like 10 years at least i didn't really have a saturday That's it wasn't hilarious. a thing that actually existed yeah it yeah was you know, I was in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's very funny because that, that is the thing like in, in Hong Kong, especially food is so important. So Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings is reserved for like dim sum. Yeah. You go and have like, you go, it's a very social culture, but the social is more around food. Whereas here in Britain, it's more around drinking. Yeah. So it's like, I remember, cause I was thinking about it. Like I obviously have a vice and it's food. It's like sugar. I and I don't want to minimize addiction, but I think my behavior with food is very is very similar to how a person who has, like, an addiction to alcohol or, or drugs would behave.
2: Oh, no, I, I think that's fair well like, enough, because yeah. when you give up, if you do have an addiction, you yeah. give
1: up, like, say, for example,
2: alcohol, you have to be careful that you don't transfer that addiction onto something else, yeah. that you don't then suddenly start upping your cigarette quota or yeah not, sex or work or just something that you become completely obsessed by because you don't have this you've obviously got that in your nature in your
1: yeah to behave so i think that's that's a fair enough point to make and obviously it's not uh, the consequences aren't as serious although you know i i am i am pre-diabetic at the moment and like i'm i mean i have like I have diabetes in the family and probably very prone to, like, high cholesterol and and heart disease and stuff. And that's probably why I don't drink as well, because I am a little afraid that maybe if I start to drink, maybe I'll get addicted to drinking rather than, like, you know, eating. Or, or uh, sugar, especially like sweet stuff, is is my main thing.
2: That's that's interesting because, like, I have lots of addiction in my family, lots of people addicted to all sorts of things. But I, I quite like gambling, yeah. Um, I do do know people are are addicted to gambling. I've always stayed away from anything like fruit machines and things, yeah, with all their flashing lights and their promises of. Because I think that I could be that person who would just stand in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yeah. them in. I also don't play computer games. Oh, really? Because I think I would be the sort of person that would be, you know, ash and white, never went outside. Yeah. Because they're made to be addictive. That sort of thing. They are, are yeah. They it's that. yeah. So, it's that like yeah.
1: little release of adrenaline that you constantly seek, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's why I do stand up because yeah, there's like maybe. a release of uh, there's an excitement there to yeah. to go on stage and get the laughs and and maybe not get the laughs.
2: So, tell me about Swedish drinking culture.
1: Yeah. I was having a little look the, the other day. I thought, does Sweden have a national drink? <laughs> um, and it seems to be absolute vodka. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like schnapps. Yeah. Aquavit and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a... Um, Swedish drinking culture is... I thought... So, honestly, like, when I lived there, I thought Swedes were pretty big drinkers. But then I moved here and I'm like, oh... Oh, really? They have nothing on the Brits. Yeah. Because Swedish drinking is... It's more binge drinking it's interesting because in sweden you can have like a beer with your dinner or with your with your lunch or like you can go to like to the pub after work but usually it's on fridays and it's on weekends uh and then on the weekends you go out with your mates and you get drunk and you go and have a good time if you're of a certain age but english people you go to, like it's the pub every day. Yeah. Like you it doesn't really matter cuz I think in Sweden if if people were to go to the pub every day, people like Swedish people would be a bit like, "Oh, I think he might have an issue yeah. with drinking." But in in Britain, it's like it's ingrained into the culture, I think. Yeah. Um so you have a very like a live pub culture, but in Sweden it's more, you know, you can have like maybe one beer with dinner, but then the real drinking is when you go out. And go to the club, and yeah. and you get drunk there. So it's quite interesting, I thought. But then also in Sweden, alcohol isn't as readily available. So we have alcohol is sold by the state. So you have to go to a special, a special store to buy it. So you can't but buy like it.
2: America.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Like well,
2: um, not all places in America, but I, I was in ah. um, certainly I was in Massachusetts visiting some friends. I went to the supermarket to buy beer and yeah. wine because I thought that's what you did and they were like no 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 and I had to go to this funny little shack oh.
0: <laughs> that was
2: over the road that was I mean
1: a liquor store
2: yeah. yeah yeah, a liquor store that's exactly uh. it and for the, the, the opening hours of that yeah well he was like oh you're lucky you got in I closed in 10 minutes and I was like it's half past four <laughs> like, yeah 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 like, So you
1: have to plan in advance if you want to do as Exactly. And that's what you have to do in Sweden. So because it's owned by the state, so it's open like, what is it? It's open from 9 to 6. And then on weekends, on Saturday, it closes at 3. And then Sunday's completely shut. So you, the only place to get alcohol in Sweden is that special store, or you have to go to a pub to drink, or a restaurant, basically. And you, um, you
2: have rules as well, don't you? Like, you actually have opening hours. I, I yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, they have opening hours. And you can't buy alcohol until you're 21. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty strict, and I think they did it to limit... The reason was to limit um, overconsumption. Yeah. And I think it worked, uh, actually. For, for them, well, that, I, I can't remember when it happened.
2: Well, I don't. I have to say, I don't automatically when you think of like other Europeans that have like a drinking culture. Yeah, you know, outside of us and Ireland, you know, my your brain goes to Germany. And they're, they're yeah, two yeah, yeah. It's that, interesting as well because you have that uh, with a lot of Scandinavia. You have that sort of the dark, you know, the dark period. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Winter is very dark, and also you have sort of the dark period, as that's quite closely linked
1: to people's mental health. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that. Well, I would say that Swedes probably they're similar to Brits in that way that they, dr- when they drink, they get a bit more um, uh, open with their feelings or open with like emotions. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Finnish people, that's that's sort of the running joke in Sweden because of the whole rivalry, neighboring com- neighboring countries thing. Uh, which is like Finnish people are so repressed with their feelings yeah. that the only way that they can actually uh, speak to people is by drinking and I think that the Finns may be drink a little bit more than Swedes. Right. that is fairly similar I feel with British people and Swedish people that Swedish people also are somewhat repressed when it comes to feelings but not when it comes to like sexuality that's yeah. in this country you know a lot
2: of people sort of formative years and sexual experiences are really closely linked with alcohol <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's how it that's yeah. that happens yeah 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 i was surprised actually by how many when i moved here how many people i met who were my age or younger who weren't drinking anymore because they'd already drunk so much that they realized they had an issue with alcohol like i i've met so many people here who've who are not drinking anymore how old are you? Are you? I'm 31. 31. Yeah. Okay. So I moved born? here when I was 24.
2: Okay. Well, well the, I mean, yes, that is apparent. I mean, younger people apparently are drinking less as a rule yeah. than people my age did. Uh, we were that age.
1: Was it something yeah. that the that Britain uh, recognised? I don't
2: think. I don't think so. I mean, that is though the, the sort of the official studies say millennials are not drinking as much as Um. I think what I am Generation X that's I know I don't I don't know if there was a tipping point it doesn't feel like because actually we changed our um, drinking laws under the the Labour government so that was during my Um. youth and that's when because there was a point to which like bars were open I think 11 till 2 and then they shut down for a bit and then they had to be closed by 11 you lived in a village you got a lock-in where pubs would stay open But most in cities, everywhere was shut. But now places can stay open later. And that actually... The idea was that if you did that, it would create like a cafe culture like you have in Europe. But it didn't.
0: It created
2: just longer drinking hours.
1: That's hilarious.
2: And also, I tell you something else that caused drinking to go up was... When bars started taking cards, basically, in the old days when it was just everyone just took cash... You had to you had walk a certain, to the cash yeah, machine yeah. and get more money and sometimes you and you just couldn't be bothered. But yeah. When you had a card you could just your pocket, you could just keep drinking. So, oh. so it sort of it was liberalized quite those two things sort of happened at the same time, Yeah. Basically. So I, I don't know what's caused it, but it's interesting that you are seeing people who are saying that they are.
1: Oh yeah, so many people. Like I remember like I dated somebody here who had that issue with both alcohol and drugs and then i just met uh, and i've met several people and then i just met recently a guy that i worked with on on a film um, who stopped drinking because he and he stopped himself and he was like i don't it was like you know i could never just have like one drink i would i would have ha- it would always be like 10 and i'm like oh, okay yeah and he was like but i don't think i was an alcoholic i don't think i had a problem but i it w- but maybe i did and then so i was like oh so it seem, because it's so common, it seems here, that people maybe, that that doesn't really stand out, but then yeah. people kind of realize that about themselves, rather. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's I thought, it's so interesting, really. It's yeah. really, really interesting.
2: And, and so, therefore, I suppose, you not drinking yeah. is, doesn't stand out as much amongst your peers as perhaps if you had been the same age as me. When mm-hmm. I knew yeah. people who didn't drink, and yeah. now I sometimes think, oh God, you know, they were almost like an oddity to us. It was like yeah. we were fascinated yeah. by them. We asked them loads of questions. do you mean know, you drink? Yeah, and, and so that isn't the pressure. Isn't peer pressure in that sense? You know, yeah, died down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Now you say you do drink to get drunk, though. Yeah. Yes, still do. enjoy <laughs> a drink? What,
1: what yeah. do you like to drink in those cases? Uh, I really like a gin and tonic. Oh. It's probably my favourite drink I had some gin and tonics with uh, yeah. Lou Conrad
2: the other day oh did you yeah I hadn't had one in a while like that must have been that. hilarious I love yeah. Lou she's, she's, so she's so funny she's
1: yeah not um, like me. She's a
2: big vomit. Oh, really? So, yeah, and we were both
1: okay. So we were like, I think we finally found our drink.
2: After all these so, days.
1: what's your history with drink? Well,
2: is it? my my dad is an, is an alcoholic. Oh, okay. oh what? Well, sorry, was an alcoholic because he he died two years ago. Um, yeah, I come from a big dr- big drinking family, um. and also a small town. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Your choices of what you're going to do yeah. are somewhat limited, so yeah. it, you, it kind of f- fosters a pub culture. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. Just well, if you want to meet a group of people, you all live at your parents' house. Yeah, you know? you, yeah. That's what you do. Like, yeah. I mean, there was a youth club, but there wasn't anything else. That was, I mean, that was. Well, was that it. You was went it to the yeah, club, and that that was what you did. So I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't drink half as much now as I used to. But that's mostly because I can't. I just got to an age now where it just doesn't agree with me yeah yeah and yeah. i have other responsibilities i need to go yeah <laughs> get it, up, in the, up in the morning have a
1: saturday, saturday morning yeah. yeah yeah have a
2: saturday morning <laughs> i mean i still quite often spend it in my pajamas watching my yeah. on netflix but at least i am
0: up Hold up
2: So, so what is what is drunk you like?
1: You probably don't make it very <laughs> up, but, do you? Um, I've heard that she's quite fun. I'm very... I get very uh, silly. I get almost like a child, or almost like a kid. I've heard that I, I get very... Uh, I don't really care what I say. And I'm very uh, happy. I'm a happy drunk. I think. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so my friends always... They quite like it because they find me very fun. And I tend to... I think, but the thing is, I'm quite responsible. I'm am always like, all right, that's enough. So I feel a certain point, because um, I, I think I don't really like being, bla- like over the top drunk yeah. either. I don't see a value in it because there's a point there's a point where drunk it's fun to be drunk, yeah. and then there's a point where it just goes over the edge yeah. and you're not having fun, yeah. where you can't really the point where you can't carry yourself anymore.
2: Yeah, you become a liability.
1: Yeah, exactly, where people have to take care of you. So I've I've actually left parties when I've hit, like, a point, and I'm like, all right, that's enough for me. And then I just go, I just leave parties and get myself home. And I actually once just left a party, went home, and did my taxes because they were due. So I'm very... It's weird, but I'm very responsible when it comes to drinking. I
2: actually wish I was you. Not only do I not know when it's time to leave a party, I leave my fucking taxes to the last minute every (laughs) single time and get just pulling my hair out with stress about uh, (laughs) it. It's honestly, it's like being self-employed is wonderful. Until that.
1: Until that that moment, moment yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah. It's really awful. I've got a full-time job now. It's great. That's one less thing I've got to worry about. Even so, like like sometimes when they send you the letter when you're you're employed just to say what you paid in that year, just that little thing that you know it's from the tax office, my heart starts doing that. And I'm like, you can't possibly owe them any money or anything because you haven't. Yeah, exactly. You're not self employed
1: (laughs) anymore. Oh man. So, do you get Mm -hmm. hangovers? No, I don't actually. Because I maybe don't drink as much as to get one so i don't get like a hang well sometimes actually maybe i'm lying because i think i get a hangover while i'm drinking so i'll get a headache at some point during the night and i always chuck that too because i i actually can't drink yeah because of the thing so the next morning i'm usually fine but i'm a bit just kind of tired yeah but there's no like headache and stuff Uh, i've never vomited you are living drinking. in the
2: dream <laughs> you, you really are it's a really sensible attitude to our planet.
1: but then if you put like chocolate or a cake or anything yeah. in front of me there's no stopping I'm just like um, 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 um.
2: I, I'm guessing they press the same buttons weirdly in your brain yeah, yeah. they must yeah they, they must do. yeah because we have this culture where you know it is both consolation and surprise yeah. yeah and I yeah, suppose yeah. the same could be said that apple strumble or yeah, you know, Mars bar,
1: I think so because I, I, fi- I think the Chinese culture is it's food food is the centre of everything so I would say like my family crest, if we had one would be indulgence <laughs> I, like it's just we love eating and we love eating and it's like food is how you show love food yeah. is how we celebrate like and you eat as if there's no tomorrow. Like, it's just it's just food. And I don't know if it's with Chinese culture that... Because China has been a poor country for a long time, and then now it's getting, like, that economic boom. But I yeah. think the generations of who live through poverty... Like, my parents lived through poverty. So I think that food, in that sense, is important. Because you never had enough of it. So yeah. when you have food, that's what you make sure that your kids are eating enough and you make sure that there is enough food so there's there's always too much food, I would say. Yeah. And you don't we don't we my my family doesn't throw things away. It's always kept in Tupperware boxes and kept until it's eaten up. So my mom doesn't like throwing food out and and she'll she'll keep it and I think that's probably that's the relationship with food that I have and so maybe why I don't have that need for like alcohol or, yeah. or cigarettes and also because my parents when I was growing up they they didn't put any value into it or they didn't like it. Oh
2: I think that is the, I think that is the key to it, yeah. how it's how
1: it's used around you. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Because I've heard like smoke, uh, people who have smokers as parents tend to smoke themselves later. So. Yeah,
2: well, I smoke, and my brother smokes. My sister has never had a cigarette. That's oh. uh, that said, my mum has never had a cigarette. Uh. My dad smoked at points 40 a day. So, yeah, I mean, I think so. There was a, yeah. a fairly even split with that, yeah. in that sense. So when was the first time you were
1: drunk? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, mm. It was probably... I wasn't like a teenager getting drunk. It was, like, around when I was legally allowed to drink. So, maybe, like, 1920 something, I think. And we were, maybe it was on a night out. But then, it was also that thing of when I would drink, I would get red. So, I never wanted to drink. Because it would just affect the way I looked. Uh, And it's almost, my face gets very swollen at times if I drink too much. And almost, I almost get, like, a rash. Uh, Like, um, what's it called? Those... Sometimes you can get lumps on yeah. your so so I almost get that.
2: Like hives. Hives. Yeah. Hives, oh yes. God. Yes, hives. Terrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> so I never really wanted to drink because it would affect the way I looked. Yeah. So but then like I do I mean it's
2: probably doing the same thing to our putting hives on our livers. But... Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But it's just so visible. Yeah. Um so yeah, but I think it was around like twenty or something and it was probably on a night out with my friends.
2: Yeah, and you have such a sensible attitude <laughs> towards it. You really do. I mean, I don't know if that's because, and I hate to, to create a you're not from around here, but I wonder if that, if that's.
1: No, it if probably that's is. That's yeah. what it is,
2: that, that it's something to do with either Sweden or yeah. China, or a combination yeah. of the two. Do you have siblings? I do, my brother, yeah. And d- does he have a similar attitude?
1: He does. He drinks more than I do, or like more often than I do, because he, he tends to go out with his friends and stuff. But he's very sensible as well, and he gambles as well, but he does... I think he does it sensibly yeah. <laughs> but he also has sort of a similar thing because he also gets an Asian flush so he also gets really red and my dad as well gets really red and my mom I've never seen her drink so my brother he he goes out more with, with his friends and stuff but he has a, like a similar kind of vibe I think
0: do
2: you feel that you are are you lacking stories that
1: of oh, oh hey then I've yeah.
2: this thing and, yeah
1: yeah and, Definitely. But, hey, I've never knocked uh, yeah. myself
2: unconscious. I know it sounds yeah. ridiculous
1: they saying things like that. Um, at the moment, now probably not because I'm I'm older now and also my as you say, like with age I think people cool down. I think when I was younger, I remember I would always ask people to get me like a soft drink or like water or something and they would always forget. Um, because they would get the alcohol and not yeah. never get the other thing. Um, it so, didn't even register. Yeah, it didn't yeah. even register. They'd be like, "Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure?" Yeah. But now yeah. with age, the people that I hang out with, like a lot of them have stopped drinking because it just doesn't agree with them anymore. Yeah. Um, like my flatmate, he stopped because he was like, "It just makes me make better choices." Yeah. <laughs> so he he's really he's become. He's thirty eight now, so I think he's become more. S- Health conscious. Yeah. And so, and I, so I I, I tend to hang out with people who either have periods of not drinking and then they drink a little and then periods of not drinking again. So it's not as, it doesn't make me stick out as much, but when I was younger, it was definitely a bit of a thing. Because I think people maybe even get self conscious around a person who doesn't drink.
2: Oh, I I think, I think so. Yeah.
1: That's the feeling that I got, but as if they would feel judged maybe or something yeah. but I because it was never I'm it's not, I'm not morally superior in any way when it comes to alcohol yeah it's just that I just don't enjoy the taste of it and I don't and it just doesn't make me feel well quicker than other people
2: yeah
1: and so uh, I think when I was younger that was the sense that I got so people would always kind of be weirded out by the fact that I didn't drink yeah Um, But now it's fine. But then it does mean that I miss those stories of... Well, I do still kind of have stories of being drunk. Like, once I I went to this party, there was this guy, it was really weird. He was... it was, like, a thing. He was interested in me, and so he invited me to this party. But he was really posh, and I didn't really understand how posh he was. So he, he invited me to a party in St. John's Wood to his friend's house. And that, it was, that,
2: that should have been your first clue. Yeah, I, have, I had no idea.
1: And I was living in Streatham, and I was like, all right. And there was this, like, three-story house, and it was lovely and gorgeous, and it was just around, like, all of these, like, really posh friends that he had. And I got really drunk there, and... I remember I got so drunk so he was like well you can't go home tonight you you, just stay here just have one of the bedrooms because that's how posh people do it Yeah. yeah he's like just have one of the bedrooms and you know I'll take you home tomorrow morning and I was so drunk and so he left me in one of the bedrooms and I was like I was so drunk that I I was so stubborn and I was like no I'm not gonna stay here I don't wanna stay here I'm gonna go home I snuck out of the house without anyone noticing And then on the lawn, uh, I was going to run to the bus because I thought that I had to run so that he wouldn't see me. And then when I ran, I twisted my ankle, and it hurt a lot. And I just sat there kind of, like, moaning and crying to myself, but then (laughs) kind of talking to myself, being like, no, you can't give up, you have to go. And so just kind of waddled to the bus with, with a twisted ankle and then sat on the bus and cried. All the way home because I was just drunk and my ankle was twisted and I didn't really understand what this guy wanted from me yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, and, and <laughs> to know. be
2: honest, you're probably aware of this: drunk women crying on buses. Oh yeah, up it's and down great. The country yeah, and it. it's lovely. Like, it's like a um, well, what's that called? Like an initiation. A rite of that passage. You've done that, take yeah, that. like that should go towards your
1: are you you know? Yeah,
2: your pre- female. <laughs> Well, also, when people come for citizenship, have you cried drunk on the night bus? Mm-hmm. Yes, tick, you mm-hmm. So, how tedious is it hanging around with people who are drunk, or does that not often happen to you?
1: I, I learned pretty early on just to go with the flow, so I'm pretty good around drunk people. I find them funny, if you're a fun drunk. When people are drunk, I tend to just almost just go with the flow, and yeah. it's like that, what's it called, um, the effect of like almost behaving the same as they do
2: oh yeah, yeah. Now, see I know someone who gave up alcohol and they say that if they spend an evening yeah. in a pub with people are drinking they wake up with what they can only describe as something akin to a hangover oh a
1: phantom hangover yeah like
2: the, like a muscle memory in them has yeah. said you were in a pub, you were out there was this booze yeah. and you, you, you've smelt it, you've seen it and that it actually takes her a while to go. No, hang on. I'm not actually hungover. Really? I
1: didn't drink yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. That's really fascinating.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how long that that hung around for. I don't think yeah. uh, how long before her body sort of then got used to it. her? In her that yeah. Sense. yeah. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. I've always just cuz I guess it's also like the my personality maybe, but I've never and also because I didn't I didn't do it for any other reason than yeah. I didn't enjoy it. We well, um, are
2: incredibly like that. So yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's just kind of like it's it's really fun being around drunk people, and also if you're the sober one, you can ask questions that you know that they avoid if they're they're sober. And well,
2: you will remember the answer. And I'll answer. remember it. Yeah. yeah. So it's
1: like it's pretty fun. It's like I, I quite enjoy being around drunk people if they're fun drunks. Yeah. <laughs> what about drunk crowds? Drunk crowds. Drunk crowds. When you are doing stand up. Oh, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, that can be awful, especially if they're malicious. Because sometimes, if you, it's, and it's always a man. It's usually a man. Yeah. Um, but if you have drunk, like if it's like a stag do or something, if they're at that level of drunk where they they don't have any feel of what's going on yeah. uh, going on around them then it's usually that they just draw too much attention to them, um, which just kind of interrupts the show, really. Yeah. And it doesn't really... It puts other audience members off because then it's like... It's basically you're babysitting as a stand-up. It ends up that you babysit this tiny part of the audience that wants so much attention. Um, And you can make it work. Like You can deal with hecklers, but then it'll it needs something magical because if you are on your game and can deal with hecklers they need to have a certain level of getting understanding that they're part of the show yeah. now and understanding that they have to contribute yeah. to that but if they're too drunk then they don't get that and so it just ends up you having to handle this this group yeah. that is just going to take um, I
2: think you can see it yeah. as well. I mean, I, I, both in when I did do stand-up, but also as an audience member, it's it's what the people they're with are like. If everyone yeah. they're with is drunk, yeah. you're like, well, this might be difficult. But yeah. quite often you'll just see a load of really mortified faces. Yeah, people yeah, like, exactly. They yeah. like, just stop. And that's when you think, well, you know, that's okay. That's just one guy who's gone mad, or one woman who's yeah. just He's overindulged. They didn't have any dinner before they came out, clearly, yeah. and, it, and it's paid back. Yeah. Thank you so much for
1: your time. Oh, really thank you. Thanks for having me. It was very fun. Super interesting. Fun conversation.